0: Hello, welcome to Mind of a Football Coach Podcast. Today we'll be talking about in-season practice schedule. Uh, I think that's something that coaches all think about a lot and get a lot of input from other coaches about practice schedule and how, we, how you do things once you're in season, how uh, we maximize our time, how we make sure that uh, we prepare our players but we don't wear them out because that's a, that's a hard thing, that's a hard balance. Uh, To strike as a coach, uh, because you want to be prepared, but at the same time you don't want to wear your guys out uh, because you have to play game on Friday. You don't want to you don't want to play your best on Tuesday and play your worst on Friday because that's not that's not a good a good plan. So there's a there's a fine balance between uh, preparation and and it being a good thing, and then preparation in that you uh, wear your guys out uh, before Friday night. Uh, We're on our bye week. Right now, um, we don't have a game uh, tonight, so that's awesome. <laughs> we get some get uh, our staff get some time to to be with the family, uh, to go watch another game, uh, to be able to just kind of refresh as we go into the last three games of our season. Uh, it's a, it's it's at a good time for us, uh, so we can we can load up and try to try to finish this year uh, this year strong. So as we talk about uh, in season practice schedule. Uh, I have a couple thoughts just here written down on, on a note sheet. Um, one of my thoughts is uh, you can't practice soft, soft, and play tough. Uh, so you can't, um, you know, go through practice and not have contact, right? And, and, and still want to play in a physical, a physical manner, and especially this day and age, you know, we we've come to in agreement, I think, with football coaches that you don't want to go live a ton, uh, especially during the season. Uh, one, because of injuries to your guys, right? Um, and two, because that's that's probably a little taxing, right? You're trying to help your guys play the best on Friday night. And be- especially with the research that, that shows that we need to limit head contact as much as possible um, and still be a tough physical, physical football team. I, I know for us, we, we do a drill we call Spider Drill. It's like a three-level Oklahoma drill. It's very controlled. Um, it's only about 10 yards long. And you get six guys going at a time, plus a ball carry. So, I guess you guess you have seven total, but six guys are working, either blocking somebody or, or getting off a block. A very quick whistle. Um, we don't allow guys to go low. Uh, we want guys to, to chest people up. I want the ball carrier to make a move. Not looking for like necessarily a, a truck stick, right? Um, trying to uh, just trying to fit up ball carriers, and then you, know, you got you have to get reps at, at live tackling at some point. Especially, I think at a high school level, uh, during during a week, because and we get a lot of guys that haven't played a lot of football, and we have to be able to do that once a week during the season to keep our um, keep our tackling tackling right and help our ball carriers understand. Um, how to carry the football, how to protect themselves, things of that nature. Um, but it's not like we do that more than one day a week. We do it once a week. We don't go live in any team sessions uh, as a general rule during the season. Uh, we don't want guys getting rolled up on. And I, we're at a small school, so uh, you can have some unfair matches <laughs> there when you talk about the starting offense or starting defense versus scout team. So we want we want to make sure that that's a fair match, which is why we do our spider drill, uh, because we can get good on good work, and make sure our guys understand um, how to how to block, right? How to get off blocks and how to how to fit a ball carry and ball carriers How to try to uh, run through a tackle or, or make a guy miss. So that, that comes that, that leads me to my next point, uh, talking to, talking about in season practice schedule of sharpen the sword, but you don't want to break it. You got to keep the sword sharp, right? You got to keep your football team sharp. Uh, but at the same time, you don't wanna, you don't want to break the blade because if you do too much sharpening of an object, you can break it. And we don't want to do that. Uh, we want to make sure that um, we walk that fine line between having a, a tough physical taxing practice, but also helping our guy, letting our guys, excuse me, be able to recover. Uh, As we we go through the season, because we don't want worn out football players at week 10, right, or week 11 or week 12, depending on how long your team plays uh, during the season. But you want guys to get better as the year goes on, so you have to practice with intensity and uh, put them in football situations to perform football technique, right, which football is blocking and tackling, right, Um, strain to get off blocks straining to stay to keep a guy blocked straining to stop a ball carrier straining to to run through a tackle Um, those are all things that that win or lose football games far more than scheme in my opinion Uh, it is the ability to perform the fundamentals under pressure that allow you to be successful uh, in this in this wonderful wonderful game that we have along the same lines of of you want to sharpen the sword, but you don't want to break it. I also think about the point of diminishing returns. At some point uh, in practice, you're going to have a, a peak moment to where we're practicing at our best. And I like to, I would always like to end practice at that point because you want your guys to have that feeling of this is what it's supposed to look like. Uh, but I've been around long enough doing this thing to know that sometimes you go past that point and then your practice ends on a low note. And that's, that's never a good feeling. You always want to end it on a positive on a positive note for your players, for your coaches, um, because football practice is hard. You know, we practice far more than we play games in, in this great sport. Uh, so we want to make sure it's a po- as positive and as uplifting as it can be. Um, you because know, so we have to demand a lot as coaches. Football is a hard game. It's hard to win football games. You only get – you're only guaranteed 10 a year. Um, so that's, that's a hard – it's a hard, hard – line the walk and you have to feel that as a coach I think uh to make sure that you're getting the most out of your players but you're not seeing those diminishing returns which leads me to my next thought how many reps does it take to master the game plan and I wish there was a book written about that and there was a definitive answer as to how many reps that is because I don't know if anybody knows I know we do generally between 18 to 22 team reps uh in a scout period or a team period during practice, uh, obviously we get a lot of reps in individual and then some group reps and in some inside runs, seven, things of that nature. But you know, how many reps does it take to master the game plan during the season for another team? And I don't, if somebody has that number, I'd love to have it. Please, please let shoot me a, shoot me something on Twitter at mind of a FB coach. Uh, That'd be awesome. I'd love to, to know what that is. What is the magic number of reps? Uh, I don't I don't know. And if somebody does, that would be that would be fantastic. And then, how much particular scheme do you need for a particular opponent? Um, I know guys that scheme heavily right uh, during a week for a particular opponent. I know guys that are on the other end that we just do what we do. We don't scheme. And there's people that fall in the middle. I think I fall in the middle. Or right, I'm going to have some different game plan things for people but then we're also going to just do what we do during the week um, because that's how we, that's what we've repped and what we're good at. Uh, but that's a fine line to balance uh, as far as how much do we scheme in particular for this team and how much do we run our, our base stuff that's good versus anything we see. Um, I, I'm more, I lean like 90, 90%, 10%. So 90% of what, we're doing, going to do what we do. Maybe there's a little 10% of, if we get the look we like, then we'll run what we've what we've practiced against this scheme that we're going to see during uh, during this week. Because I think you can get lost in the weeds if you try to install too much uh, for, for a particular scheme you think you're going to see on Friday night because the other team practices too, and they can obviously – has some different things during the week. They change up to try to keep you off balance. So it's a fun chess match. I love, I love football. And that, I've actually been calling offense this year for the first time ever as a as a coach. And it's been fun. It's been a, a cool cool thing to, to do, and uh, it's really shaped me as a coach because I think you have to have more bullets in the gun than I originally thought, especially on offense. So I think you have to spend a little more time install, you know, at the beginning of the year getting things right as far as different schemes. Uh, because if somebody takes something away, you need to have an answer. Um, and how much How much do you need? I think you only need a handful of things. If they're taking a certain play away, you have a play or two to take advantage of. what. What they're in defense, same thing. You know, you're trying to take away their best plays um, and make them play left-handed. I think that's a Bill Belichick quote, make them play left-handed. Um, and another topic I think about with in-season practice is special teams. And you know the high school level... And we have like 30 high – I think we're in the low 40s, like 42 players um, as of right now. So, you know, and then a bunch of those guys are JV. You know, you're, you're talk, I'm talking about like varsity special teams, who can play on a varsity special team. And uh, I know the two special teams we work the most on during the season are punt and kickoff because the other team can score on those plays. Uh, as an old defensive coordinator – uh, that's just something I be, was beaten to my head by uh, a, a couple of good head coaches, that you have to be really good on punt and really good on kickoff. So we generally play starters on those two special teams or guys that we think um, have the ability to get guys down in the open field because if that ball breaks on those, then that, that's six points. You don't want to give up scores on special teams. And obviously you want to score on special teams. But I think it's more important that the other team doesn't score on the special teams or you don't give up field position uh, to give your defense a shot to be successful. Generally, we go – we're about 25 minutes a week on the special teams. You try to keep it fun. I know, for example, like we're doing kickoff, I'll put like almost the whole like team on kickoff return. The rest of the team that's not in on kickoff uh, as a conditioning um, – component at the end of a practice, and our kickoff team will try to have to get the ball carrier down. Now, that we won't live tackle, we'll stud tackle that, uh, but that's a fun way to incorporate something fun in special teams as you go throughout the week. Um, and then just a couple more thoughts here, just just to wrap this up. Give, And this is probably me asking more questions than me giving answers, but I think it's, it's interesting um, to think about in-season practice, because Man, people really have some strong opinions on this, and I'd love to hear your opinion. I'll post this on Twitter at mind of a FB coach, and I would love to get some feedback on this podcast because, you know, we all steal from each other, and I'd love to ha- have some more opinions uh, as we as we go forward. to them. you know, the last part of this is, you know, how long do you practice, and what is your practice schedule? I know guys that you know they have a twenty. 20- Four period, whatever practice schedule it is, it's five minutes a period, and that's what they live by. I know guys that, you know, don't have a, they have a practice schedule. But there's no periods. It's just however long it takes is, is however long it takes. Um, you know, kind of we're kind of in the middle. Um, I don't have a certain amount of periods we do every day. I just have a time frame we fit it in. So I don't ever want practice to be longer than two hours and thirty minutes. And general, generally, we're right at two hours or even a little under because we get out of school really late where, we, where, I, where I work. We got out of school at 3.57, so we don't get on the field till like 4.30, um, which is late, right? It's really late. Uh, now, our kids get to sleep in. We don't start school until 8.30, so there's some positives there. But, um, you know, we go later because we have to – that's when school gets out. So I want it to be quick, be crisp, um, let our guys be able to get home and eat dinner, do homework, see their family and all that kind of stuff. So it makes us be very efficient with our practice time. I think we do a really good job of getting a lot, getting in a lot of reps and not a lot of time. Uh, now, I know guys who practice for three hours, and that's beautiful. That's fine. They've, had, they've won a lot of games, had a lot of success. That just doesn't work for me as a head coach because there's a bunch of different ways to skin a cat, uh, so to speak, Right to, to have a quality football program. So those are just some thoughts about in-season practice. I would love to hear some, uh, some banter on Twitter when I put this up. But uh, thank you for listening, and I will put this up here shortly.